We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Backliners podcast. It's Agro. It's Barra. Barra, you're back. We haven't done a podcast together in like well over a month. Yeah, it's been a little weird. I kind of forgot that I have a podcast to do. <laughs> Where we like, hey, it's, it's podcast so time, and you were like, oh, right, I do that. Wait, what do you what do you mean podcast? Like, I'm not I, I'm not doing a podcast. It's uh, it's it's your podcast, man. It's your podcast. It's here, and uh, and people are excited about it. Well, it's our podcast. Okay. I feel like your mic sounds different. I just noticed. Does it? This. You, I don't yeah. know. It sounds uh, my levels look okay. I mean, chat can let me know. I can't change anything about it now, so uh, oh, okay. We're just gonna hope that it's working right. Well, I was a little distracted by the arena game that I was in, but yes. it sounds like a webcam microphone. But I could be wrong. Uh, hopefully not. Hopefully it's, not. It's fine. Whatever. Whatever. It's it'll we're be rolling with it. Good. Whatever. You all can deal with it. Uh, all right. So a couple things that we have to get to. Obviously, uh, some big news. For me and for the SPL. And before we get into any of that, I want to tell you guys that Barracuda and I have been doing this podcast for a no. long time. Okay? <laughs> a long time. And you know he always he always accuses me of being late. And some t- that is a problem that I have in my life. I will admit. But when it comes to the podcast, mm. very rarely am I behind. Okay? Uh-huh. Barra, I go, it's okay, Barra, you have one more minute to, to finish your arena. And he goes, what do you mean? It's 8.02. <laughs> I look at my computer. I look at my watch. I look at my phone. They all say 7.59. Barra's computer is three minutes ahead. And he's been blaming me for being late when I'm on time this whole time. Can you believe this? Barrow, what do you have to say for yourself? I'm... I don't know how to change the time. <laughs> I found it. I found it. Barrow, it is now 8.02. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, it's 8.02 for me as well, actually, now on my computer. it's It says 8.02. Oh, well, there um, you go. It just... I... It magically fixed itself. Thank you, Microsoft. Wow. Shout out to Microsoft uh, for helping me get through my struggles of, you know... You hit a certain age, and you just forget how technology works. Yeah, true that. And uh, aggro's never been late before. 
the podcast. That is definitely not true. I have definitely been late at least a couple times, but not all the time. And I'd have everyone know that. That's uh, that's the way it is. Um, wait, wait, what, wait, real quick. Yeah. Ada Key in the chat said, if I get first blood in that arena game that I was just in, very important arena game. Right, this arena game. Sub, and I can't help but notice he did oh, not sub. That's, yo, you can't be throwing out the, if you do this, you get subs, and then not, you know, that's the way it is. You know, all right, they say they are. They say they are. So we'll give them oh, the benefit yeah, of the doubt. Yeah, you better be now. You better get that wall. Toxic, Vera. You're so, you're greedy. This guy's greedy for one sub. <laughs> <laughs> You were just on my side. I was, and then I switched teams instantly. I don't know. I don't know why. Um, all right, we got a lot to talk about today. Uh, oh. Let's start with, uh, before we get into the play-in tournament, in case uh, our viewers or listeners are not aware, um, I announced that this weekend was my final cast. Um, I'm not leaving Smite or anything like that, but... Um, I got a job as a, uh, as a designer on Smite, focusing on God design, um, which I am very, very excited about. As far as podcast news, it does affect the podcast a little bit, um, and that's in the sense that I think we are going to be moving to this time slot moving forward, which is 8 p.m. on Mondays for the live stream. So it'll be one day different, just better for my new work schedule. Um, but other than that, it won't make a big difference. Um, we're still going to be talking Smite. I'm still going to be here every week. Bear is still going to be here. I probably won't be watching every single SPL game because now I've got a normal nine to five job uh, Monday through Friday, and won't. And I'm not going to dedicate myself to watching every single SPL set on the weekend. But I'm definitely going to be paying attention. I'm going to be watching as much as I can. I think it's pretty likely that we end up having more casters as guests. Um, and more players as guests to just break down the weekend and fill me in on what is going on. Um, but that is, uh, that's the podcast news. So 8 PM Mondays is the, is the move going forward. Um, but otherwise still going to be the same backliners, uh, that you, uh, that you know and love. Um, yeah, I told my chat that as well. I was like, it might not be completely, like, SPL-focused now. I'm sure that you'll have a lot more to talk about now. Or we'll have a lot more to talk about now that's not SPL-related. Podcast in quite some time. This tongue of mine isn't working. Yeah, you, you, it's all right. You're getting warmed up, back up to podcast speed. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, so, yeah, I told my chat that it'd be a little different as well. Um, good different, of course. Good different. Um, yes. We're probably not covering, obviously, every SPL game. No, probably not. But, you know, I think that, uh, you know, I obviously do not come to the show and expect a whole lot of spoilers or anything like that. Uh, th those days of high-res tossing spoilers out all over the place are gone. You know, it's much more regimented and that kind of stuff. So I will not be spoiling anything, um, intentionally at least. Uh, mm -hmm. And obviously can't talk about the things that, I'm working on that are that are super secret, but I can tell you that um, you know I'm going to be a bigger part of the balance team and the god design team. You know I'll have uh, my own god, you know a god that I'll lead the design on coming out hopefully later this year, but uh, certainly by Wait, next really? year. We're hoping, yeah. I That's think <laughs> we think, but you know who knows? So so all subject to change, but um, I uh, I'm super excited. You know I um. 
over over the last few years, you know, a lot of people have asked me what I want to do long term. Um, and I've always been like, I don't really know, man. I really just like doing what I'm doing. Uh, I don't want to do anything else. And the only thing that's ever been that that has ever made me think like, yeah, I could I could do this instead of cast has been God Design. Um, it's just been you know I've I've worked with that team and brainstorms and that kind of stuff in the past and you know AJ and Clumsy and Lermy and Pon and the whole design team they're just so awesome and uh, and so smart and it's really it's been it's been really challenging because I I you know look guys I, I'm pretty smart when it comes to like telling a funny joke. But you ask me to like figure something out that inc- requires actual intelligence. I'm I'm usually pretty hosed. Uh, so it's been a challenge. I feel like my brain is leaking out of my ears like after every workday because I'm just trying to absorb so much like technical technical knowledge. Um, but in a good way. Uh, you know, I, I I love feelings of learning, having to learn a lot, and uh, and that's why I'm really excited for this. Um, so when are you gonna revert Persephone? Yeah, never. Oh, or will I? Maybe tomorrow. Who knows? It, 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 yeah. I could, but I won't. Or maybe will I? I don't know. Yeah. What about reverting Bastet as well? I kind of agree with that. I kind of agree mm, with Scream. Yeah, I don't know. I think. Uh, I I don't know. I don't know. Wait, what I can we're just complain do. to you every podcast. You can. You can. Yes. Uh, that I is an option. Doing that. Yeah, you kind of were. Uh, and I was forwarding all those things to the team, but now I'm uh, on the team. So, um... So if it doesn't get fixed, it's your fault. Well... Well... Here's the way I'll say things, okay? Anything mm. that the balance team does that you like, it was probably Lermy's idea. Anything that you hate, it was probably my idea. Let's... Okay. Let's Pretty go much. with that general... Uh, that general feel. Um, well, I mean, there's going to be a learning curve for you, right? Before you start making good decisions. Right. Yeah, like three to four years from now, I'm going to make really good choices. <laughs> right in time for season 13, you're going to be like, man, yeah. <laughs> Agro is hitting his stride, bro. Like, he is really starting to get it. I, uh, you know, probably won't still be, like, a a pro player by then, you know, hopefully What? You're gonna retire by season 13? I mean, that's a long ways away. (laughs) (laughs) You know, that's... Sorry, sorry. Wow, spoiler! The spoiler didn't come from me, Chad. It came from Barra about his own career. You said three or four years, you know, that's a long time. Yeah. We'll... We'll, we'll see what happens, you know. Maybe I'm still grinding, you know. Maybe I'm not. We'll see. We'll see. Wow. I, no, he leaked, Chad. Me. He leaked. That's unbelievable. Didn't Destiny tweet Bear's going to play SPL as long as SPL's a thing? Isn't that what she said? Are you contradicting I, Destiny? I remember I remember FDOT also saying, like, Jeff and Bear will play, be playing Smite together until Smite is no longer a thing. So. Well, that's, you know. You know. I feel yeah. like I feel like Destiny's got a little bit of better intel than FDOT did in that situation, you know, like mm-hmm. just a little bit more. Not by much. Actually, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe FDOT knew more in that situation. Yeah, maybe Destiny. I just become a full time podcaster. Maybe I, you know, work at high res, you know. We'll, we'll see what happens. We'll, we'll see what happens down You wanna be on my team so bad, Barry. Well, so once you bad. told me, I was like, yes, he's he can get me in. <laughs> I was so excited. 
Bear, I don't know, bro. You gotta, if you, uh, we'll work on it together, okay? When we're doing patch notes review, you just gotta get the phrase, I don't know, man, I'm just an ADC brain out of your, out of your head, you know? You just gotta start making stuff up. That's what I do. You just, you just make it up as you go, you know? Every skin, I just say, wow, that's really cool. That's really Uh interesting. Wow, look at that design. Look at Uh the colors. Mm -hmm. See, I already got it. All I'm saying, Bear, if you want me to put a good word in for you, uh, you would better love my first god, no matter how OP it is. Uh, You better love it. It'll be a hunter. No, it'll be a mage, right? I can't can't tell you what it's going to be. What do you mean you can't tell me, What do you mean I can't tell you? Yes, I can't tell you, bro. That's that's a big part of what they do, you know? You're already working on one? I think so, yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I thought it was... Yeah. Okay, I, I know you're I, like... I'm going to make one. You know, I make whatever they tell me, man. You know, whatever whatever it's going to be, I'm going to make. Um, and it's going to be fun and not, uh, and not unfun to play against at all. No one's going to dislike it. Um, no one's going to no get one. frustrated by it. No mm-hmm. one's going to think it's underperforming but also not op at the same time it'll release with a perfect 50 percent win rate mm. in all categories see Barra, that's a classic designer mistake right there 50 percent is not the point of balance for every god you know some gods feel balanced at 46 percent. some gods feel balanced at 53 percent. 50 percent is not the point of balance it's per god so, you know? so which uh which where will yours be what are you shooting for? I think my God's probably going to be balanced, and you can put this in the books. I'll bet you my God is going to feel balanced at 48.6% win rate. Chicago's God will feel balanced yep. at 48.6%? 48.6, yep. It's going to be a high skill cap God. That's what that win rate should tell you. You know, That's a little high for a high skill cap God. Hmm... No, when you're talking, know the numbers. You know? When yeah, when you're talking about you know hundreds of thousands of matches, forty eight percent. The difference between like forty eight and forty nine and fifty percent is is really vast. Uh, <laughs> you know that's that's the uh, just just so you know, I did put that literally in the books. So it's, perfect, it will be remembered. Perfect. Well, then now <laughs> we'll know. Now now we yeah. will know. On to the qualifiers. Yes, we, we got some new SPL teams, Barry. Well, we got one new SPL team. We got one new SPL yeah. team. Okay, I almost thought we were not going to have one old SPL team in it the was, beginning of the games. Bro, it was not looking great for the homies for a little bit there. They're, they're set was, against fun havers. I thought they really might. Lost. I know, they lost a game. And it was, like, like convincing. I think game two, if fun havers didn't do that uh, gold free, or if they played the gold free better... Yeah, they would have two would Oni, and I don't think Oni would have made a loser's bracket losing two O to like not like a random team, but like a team that you think you should be beating. Well, yeah, and I mean that team. No, no one expected a lot from the Fun Havers coming in. You know, we went over the rosters mm-hmm. on this podcast, your podcast that you just weren't a part of uh, that day, mm-hmm. and that's fine. We were all okay with that. Um, and we were not expecting this level of of play from this squad mm-hmm. um let's uh before well, b- okay were you gonna say something i was gonna ask like uh, what what matches do you want to go over do you want to go over all of them do you yeah the i don't think i don't or? think i want to go over all of them i kind of want to go here's what i was thinking and you can tell me you can tell by the way chat that we do a lot of prep work for this um mm-hmm. 
You can you or just so much. Do you want to? <laughs> do you want to? I can't believe I have time for a full time job uh, with how much work we put into this. Um, do you want to go by matches or do you? I was kind of thinking maybe going, just going around the teams and talking about how they played and if any players in particular uh, impressed us during yeah, that. Yeah, I'm down. Okay, um, you know a couple of the teams that got eliminated early. Uh, you know, we're we're looking at teams um, like Reverse Card. We didn't get a chance to see a whole lot of out of them. I thought Vi, their mid laner, was actually played pretty well um, mm-hmm. in their games. I was fairly impressed with him. Um, but you know, Thunderhead, same sort of thing. Didn't get a chance to see a whole lot of them. Um, anyone from those two teams stand out to you? Can you list the players on those teams? You know what? Why don't I just do this for you, Barry? Here's here's what I'm doing. This isn't perfectly accurate um, because there were some last minute changes. Uh, yeah, oh, Vi is Globe. Yeah. 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 Um, oh yeah, Globe's sick. But hold on, wait, okay, there we go. Wait, why do you name change? Uh, I don't know. Impossible. To oh, say. I found it. I found it. Okay. Did you find it because I put it in the chat or? No, I found it because I just looked over and found it. Ah, so. okay. Great work by you. But, um, yeah, Thunderhead or Reverse Card, anyone else kind of stand out? Um, I think Mark played relatively good. And yeah. I want to say Checchio had, like, moments of brilliance. Um, I don't know about the rest of them. I don't remember them, honestly. Sure. Um, it was a long week. I think Checchio and Mark played pretty good. The Reverse Card... Uh, yeah. I remember Vi playing well, and I think... Yeah, it was just the mid laners, I guess, for both teams. Um, I think it was only Vi for reverse card that was really setting out to me as well. Yeah, agreed. Um, Samsara, I thought. Uh, Jengaru had some really good moments. Um, I was pretty high on Jengaru coming into the tournament. I think he's a good player. Uh, I thought Privative played really well. Um, mm-hmm. I was impressed with Privative's level of play. And uh, Shinigami, again, a player that I was pretty high on coming in to this uh, to this event. Um, I thought Shinigami played pretty well as well. I kind of thought their whole team played really well individually. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember literally all of them having really good moments. But I think that they fell apart kind of consistently. It was their macro game on top of Objectives where they would try to just force random fights a little bit too much. Yeah. But their individual skill was carrying them through a lot of bad macro and bad just objective play overall. Um, I think Shinigami is, like, a disgustingly good mechanical ADC, but a little... He's got the blinders on a little bit too much. Yeah. Um, I'm just, like, focusing, trying to kill a person instead of, like, doing the correct play. Yep. Which I think is... Is a is fine, but I think it's just like these ranked habits that you have to like iron out over time. Yep. Um, but I do. I hope that team sticks together because I do think that they have a a strong future. Yep. I don't know if they've like already broken up or whatever roster apocalypse afterwards. Sure. Um, but I I really like that team. I think they played really well together. Yeah, I think that team could be a really good SEC team um, for sure. Should have got me kept. You know, someone mentioned his his Uller build. I didn't like a single Uller. I saw. Yeah, I mean, that, that that Uller build, whatever. He's a dual player. Dual building mm-hmm. is, like, different. It's a different mentality. I think it can work. Uh, uh, but 
Uller did not impress me all all week. Uh, I don't think I saw a single good Uller game. Yeah, I don't think he's the best meta character. It's like, why play Uller when you can play like Izanami, Medusa, and have the same pressure in lane? Right. With just easier kits, plus you just get to kill camps faster than Uller does. Right. Like, and Uller doesn't have that spike anymore, like the level four spike, um, where you can just insta give someone in lane. Right. And I think he kind of needs his items, but then again, that it was like dominance in the Atalanta's bow. I didn't know where it was going the whole time, but I mean, I have a lot of respect for Shinigami as a player, so he know. I mean, also I don't play Uller that much, so if he knows something, I don't know. I don't know, but other SPL teams write that down. Bear doesn't play Uller. If you didn't know it after nine years, that's kind of on you. But uh, yeah, there you go. You're just I'm leaking left and right, Barry. Sorry, guys. I'm new to the podcast. So yeah, yeah. Just, you're yeah. just a little rusty. Take the it. dust off. I get it. I get it. Um, all right. Nobody's favorite. This was Malachi, Shlemmy, Elyon, Dashboard, and Zen. Uh, you know, a lot of talk about Shlemmy coming in. I I thought a lot of the junglers underperformed um, in this event. You know, I think that this meta isn't necessarily hostile towards junglers, but I do think that it is easy. mid lane is an easier role to understand how to execute in an event like this. Um, And I think that's why a lot of the mids ended up looking really good and a lot of the junglers seemed to struggle. Uh, I thought Elyon did play really well overall. Um, I thought Dashwood played okay, but I thought that his god pool was noticeably small. Um, And I thought that Zen uh, Zen had a pretty good event. Um, I thought Zen played okay. But this team, uh, they, they just looked pretty scattered and pretty yep, inexperienced to me would be would be my read on that squad i it seemed that the games that they were winning was through the enemy's misplays and mistakes like say like the sylvanas game that they played yeah where el leon got like three good blink ults off of the enemy's misplays like there was one time at the red buff where the emoji ult didn't catch the didn't catch dashboard who was so back ulting away and they missed like four buttons on dashboard and then Ilion gets a giant ult because they missed everything yeah and if dashboard dies and leon uh loses or like doesn't get that initiation and also i think that they just they need to give l leon something where he can hyper carry on like i hated the e set yeah um for example that just didn't seem his style like, I get the E set for, like, we're going to go to this objective, we're going to burn it, and then we're going to get out or try to fight afterwards, whatever. But it just looked awful on paper. Um, and also, I don't... I think they need to split up their shot calling a little bit. This is all off of, like, what I've heard. Mm-hmm. But if Leon's really carrying that much weight, it starts to impact your individual performance, and I think El Leon looked really hot and really cold. Yeah, um, yeah. Whenever he got behind, it was just game over. Um, yeah, I every agree. single time. Yeah, I mean, uh, he tweeted about it after the event. Andy, he's a he's just a uh, mid is not the role for him. Not because he can't play it, but because of what he what he can do for a team in shot calling and mm-hmm. leadership is really hard to find, and. That skill set is so much better in jungler support. And so he should just play jungler support. Even if he's a really good mid laner, which I think he could be, 
you just can't replace what he brings to you in those roles. Um, mm -hmm. And he said that he's looking to play SEC as a jungler or a support player. I know I'm a little bit biased, but I'm still really high on him as a player. I really think that oh, same. with the Agreed. with the right, I think that he is mechanically talented enough to make it into the SPL. He needs to find the right group with him. Um, but I I'm high on him as a player, and I think that he could do a lot this season for sure. Um, in the right environment, yeah. I think he could really ex succeed. Yeah, I completely agree. I have a lot of faith in El Leon to have his... I guess, like, re-breakout performance. Because mm -hmm. um, I think he's been hunting for that performance for quite some time. And I do agree that Jungle and support fit his role better. Uh, but I do think that team on paper should look pretty good. But I think Malachi was kind of getting solo-dipped occasionally. Or just, yeah. like, losing lane. And Schlemmy was kind of hit or miss as well. But I don't know how much of that was... Oh, uh, that team... It, it was a really weird team to watch, I think. Yeah, I thought I thought solo lane like for as good as mid laners looked, I thought solo lane looked really weak. Not mm -hmm. not the role, but the players. Um, mm -hmm. I think if I were trying to make it into the SCC, like if I was just starting to get interested in competitive, or you know, I was coming up, whatever it was, and I watched mm -hmm. this tournament, I would, and I'm not. And I don't think that I'm one of the best players in my role right now. I think I would roll swap to solo because mm -hmm. there just is not a lot of depth at that position, in my opinion, um, in NA or in EU. And I would be very interested in swapping to that role and trying to rise up that way. Um, I just think there's such a big difference in solo laners on the SPL level, even like the top tier SPL solos and then the mid tier SPL solos and then everyone else. I think there's like an enormous, enormous gap between them. Like yep. you can really see it in the games as well. Um, I mean, I don't remember whose game it was, but there's one person that I just kept like, I was watching the games, I think Friday, Saturday and Sunday on my stream. And I was just confused as to why they weren't leaving lane for like 15 minutes. I'm just like, you have to influence the rest of the map. You have a lead. Like, please, leave solo lane. I get that you have a lead. Yeah. But, like, the rest of your team needs help. Like, you have to influence the map. That's your strongest point. Yep. And I, I don't remember who that was. But, yeah, I was getting a little frustrated. But yeah. I do agree with you as well. Uh, I thought it was... I, we'll we'll talk about the, the top teams in particular a lot later on. But I thought it was... Nika and Aqua were in a tier... So far above every other solo laner they played against this weekend. And it, and I did not think it was close. Um, Ducky had a few good games. But I don't think Ducky took over a game like Nika or Aqua did. Aqua had an insane week, bro. Like, oh, yeah. he was going oh, yeah. absolutely insane every single game. I don't think he had a single bad game the entire tournament. Um, that dude's just a beast. And that was... I think a huge difference for winter dogs, uh, for sure. Um, all right, let's, uh, let's move on to just F6. This was Lestemix, Mashkill, mm -hmm. Isotos, Rotwin, Toddy, GR. Uh, I was just speaking about how I don't think junglers played that well as a whole. Mashkill is certainly an exception to that. Um, actually almost mm -hmm. every team from here on out, I thought their junglers played pretty well. Um, yeah, I agree. But, but Mashkill was certainly the standout on this just F6 team. Um, 
And that's what this tournament is all about. Like, I, I think that, you know, we talked we talked about it last week and, and leading up to it, but this is a really great opportunity for these players to make a name for themselves right now, and then they're going to have a spotlight coming in to the SEC season. But Maskill's a player who we've seen for a while, has been okay, not you know, nothing special, but he comes to a big tournament, has a lot of pressure, plays really, really well, and now when team you know the best eu teams are in, in the sec are looking for a jungler his name is gonna come up and then if he's on the best team in his region and an spl team needs a jungler his name should be coming up uh after he gets that next level of experience so you know i think that mass kill and Rotwin were the two that stood out to me on this team but uh in general this team is stuck together i anticipate they will continue to stick together because uh, they seemed very tight-knit um and I was impressed with just F6. They played better than I thought they would, for sure. I actually have a different take on this team. I think Lestimics really impressed me. Uh, yeah, I thought he was solid. Time. Um, I, every time I saw him like playing against the other solo laners, he was tied. And like holding his own and his team fighting was really good as well. Um, I think their duo lane was a bit feast or famine. Yes. Uh, which, I mean, okay, not calling out their duel lane in particular, but it was like 90% of the duel lanes in this tournament. Yep. They got it. Beast or Famine, which is also just the meta, but it was also so many, like, lazy... And I don't even know if it's lazy deaths, but, like, disrespectful deaths. Of just, yep. But also, to that same degree, so many SPL duel lanes have died in the same way, like level 1 or level 2. And yep. just like, okay, like, the game's over now. But I do think in this meta particular, with how strong the Obelisk is, if your dual lane gets behind, you lose all red and purples, you lose the Obelisk, and then you're like 3k down at 7 minutes. Yep. And off of this meta, I think you just have to like go into every dual lane. If you don't win the level 1, don't fight for the level 1. Uh, dude, <laughs> I was. did you hear play. me losing my mind about that Like yeah. in the finals? I was like, what do you give up? By just letting them shove this wave to you. Like, nothing. Oh, that was Snoopy, right? Yes! Like, why didn't they just let yeah. them... Like, why didn't they just let them push it in? Like, you don't lose anything that you wouldn't have lost anyways. I don't know, man. I was abs- yeah. I was legit tilted uh, at that. It was... It, it just completely boggled my mind. But, Bear, I did actually notice something that I think was contributing to some of the duo lane snowball. And that's that one duo lane was paying way less for their monthly cell phone bill because they were using Mint Mobile. If saving more and spending less is one of your top goals for 2022, why are you still paying insane amounts of money every month for wireless? Switching to Mint Mobile is the easiest way to save this year. As the first company to sell premium wireless service online only, Mint Mobile lets you maximize your savings with plans starting at just 15 bucks a month Barry, you used to int in the duo lane early on, and then you and Destiny yeah. switched to Mint Mobile. It didn't help my duo lane, but it did help <laughs> my bank account. <laughs> well, you know, you take what you can get at that point, right? <laughs> Beggars can't be choosers. Um, I think Mint is still working on the fix your duo lane uh, mechanics technology. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, I mean, 
We haven't started scrimming yet, uh, you know. But uh, I'll let you know if it helps me in Season 9 as well. Perfect. But you know that you're going to be getting quality service in either way, right, Barry? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, quality service, very cheap service, but good service. Yes. Cheap does not mean bad. That's right. In this case, cheap means good. For people looking for extra savings this year, Mint Mobile offers premium wireless service for just 15 bucks a month. By going online only and eliminating traditional costs of retail, I just scrolled on my copy, uh, they do something. It's good. Oh, yeah. They, they pass significant savings on to you. Of course. I remember that part. All plans come with unlimited talks text and high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. And you get to keep your own phone uh, with any Mint Mobile plan, along with keeping your same phone number and all of your existing contacts. With Mint Mobile, choose the amount of monthly data that's right for you and stop paying for the data that you never use. Switch to Mint Mobile and get premium wireless service starting at just 15 bucks a month. So, to get your new wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month and get the plan shipped straight to your door for free... Go to mintmobile.com slash back. That's mintmobile.com slash back. B-A-C-K. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash back. It's good to be back, Barry, isn't it? Yep. Yeah. It's it's good to be back, and it literally takes five minutes to swap over. Like, it, it's so easy. Just do um, it. Oh, uh, in the chat, we actually just got a word for this week. If you're, if you're trying to get on these savings right freaking now... It's mintmobile.com slash backliners, but going forward, it will be mintmobile.com slash back. So right now, it is February 21st. It's my dog's sixth birthday, by the way. Happy birthday, Mackenzie. Oh, um, I like that tweet. Happy birthday. Yeah, it's a, it was a good tweet by my wife. Um, if you're listening to this, like, March 1st, first of all, I hope the future is good. Secondly, it's <laughs> mintmobile.com slash back. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't like me wishing that the future was good. <laughs> That's so where I lost weird. you, Barry. Really? Well, the future is not. I don't know. The future sounded like it was going to be so much further away than just March first, and my brain thought about that. I'm like, wait, that, that is, still counts as the future. So that is like, the future. It's like all these numbers and math equations are popping. <laughs> the Zach Galifianakis gift. Yeah. Well, hopefully the future is like good uh, and stuff. And also, it's yeah, midmobile.com/back. But if you're only right now, or for this week, I don't know when the uh-huh. cutoff is, uh, memo.com slash backliners. Pull them both up. Yeah. What are you, why am I worried about what you're doing, chat? You're going to be fine. You guys are all smart. You're here listening yeah, to the podcast. they're in the future already. They're smart. True. They're they know what's going right on. Now. 100%. All right. Uh, next team up is the neighborhood, Delny Dame. Teep was supposed to be their mid laner. He was not. It was Jumpa. Uh, Vonson support and mineral ADC. Um, you know, this team obviously got a little, uh, got a little messed up because this last minute swap, you know, Dame played mid one set, then swapped the jungle. Um, for me, started kicking teams out of the tournament. Yeah. Then they started going off, dude. (laughs) This team again, by far the best team on Twitter, not close. Uh, there is no, there is no contest if you ask me. Um, but I thought Dame looked like, their strongest player across across the tournament pretty easily. Oh, by far for me as well. Um, I think Vonson and Mineral had the same kind of issues that other dual lanes had this tournament, unfortunately. Yep. Um, also, I just hate the Ares pick. I yep. just... I, dude, they could have five no CC mean ultimates, and I still don't want you to lock in Ares. Like, I just... 
Well, that's because you're – yeah, because you don't want to play against it, Barry. That's why. Well, it's just – okay, those years are behind me. That's okay. past Barracuda. This is future. Oh, future Barry doesn't future care about Barracuda. it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that that god's dead. Um, don't pick him anymore. Yep. Um, but then Chumpa, I think, was really good on the Zeus, and then they started banning Zeus, and then that's just unlucky. I think Downey had yeah. a relatively good performance. Um I think some games, I don't think he did too, too much, but overall relatively good. I mean, that's just most roles. Like, some games, if you're just losing, you can't do much. Yep. Um, but I think overall, this team looked pretty good. You could tell they had some issues uh, here and there. Not, like, between them or anything, but just, like... It, I think it was just their macro game looked a little weaker than everyone else's, but... I mean, if they're playing with a, I don't know if it's a sub or just a last-minute call-in or yeah. what the jump situation was, <laughs> they made it look pretty good yeah. throughout the tournament. I was, I was pretty impressed with them. I agree. I agree. All right, that brings us to the top four. Fun Havers, Uzzy, Magic Feet, Joshi Mid, Ocean Support, and Tuba ADC. This was also supposed to be a different roster, but Kiki did not play with them. It was Joshi and Mid, and boy, did that end up working out for Fun Havers. Joshi was popping bro he was Joshi, popping off okay for me joshua was the second best mid laner at this tourney behind benny yeah no i think you're probably right yeah i think uh, you are right i think benny played extremely well and then joshi on the thoth and persephone uh especially he diffed he diffed everyone yeah like my man was hitting everything and I kept thinking, I was like, okay, the enemy team has to see that they're like, he's just like pogging, right? They're going to dive in this team fight. Nope. No. It was Tuba. Tuba's yep. getting dope. <laughs> I was like, okay, next time they're going to dive. Nope. nope. Still Tuba. And I'm like, this Thoth is free casting, hitting everything. Like like that fight above fire, he ults through three people, dashes in, kills a third, and then I think he barely survives like an Izanami or something. I think it was Mineral. Yeah, he barely survived, but that that whole team played so good. Yep, every single one of them played so good, and I think again, I think um, it wasn't like I don't want to call it like cheese strats, but like the level ones that they were doing were really good. Yeah, um, I agree. All of, all of their early games, their first like fifteen minutes, in my opinion, were really good, and then after that, I think they started to struggle against the better teams. Yep, um, unfortunately. But I think that Magic Feet played extremely well. Ozzy. He was sick. O Oceans as well. Oceans, Oceans surprised me. So well. Yeah. yeah Oceans played really well, I thought. Feet. Yep. I thought Oceans played better than I expected. Joshi, you know, if you listen to last week's podcast, you know I was pretty high on him. Um, I think that, as I said on Twitter, towards the back end of his last SPL stint, I thought he was playing really good Smite. And... Uh, Thought he was deserving of, a, of another SPL spot, potentially. Mm -hmm. um, I think he really proved that with how well he played this week. Um, he was really sick. Uzzy, again, a former teammate of mine. Uh, love that guy. Uh, this has always been Uzzy's deal. He's always had a slightly weaker laning phase. His laning phase has always needed a little bit of work. But that guy is one of the most natural team fighters I've ever seen in my life. Like, he mm -hmm. just hard carries team fights all the time. And he always has. Uh, and if he can figure out how to get his laning phase to SPL level, 
he's going to be really good. Like he, he is, you know, you look at who didn't make it out of the soul laners. Um, I think that, that Uzi deserves to be at the top of, of NA soul laners who didn't make it to SPL. Um, with, in, in a way that's actually really good to have a clear weakness and then still be re- still be close, I think is almost an advantage to like being like, yeah, they're really good, but they just got to get generally better. Um, I think having something to focus on is is an advantage uh, in a situation like this. Personally, um, agreed. Also, is Kiki's going to stay on that team, or are they just going to do Joshi mid? I don't know. I assume uh, I wouldn't. Uh, they'd be crazy to take Joshi out of mid, bro. I don't. I don't. Yeah. I don't care what it. I don't. You know, unless Yaman decides he wants to play, uh, I'm. I'm keeping Joshi in mid. My man. Yeah, my man's that, going crazy. Is that Kiki so cheeky? It is. It is Kiki okay. so cheeky. <laughs> this guy could stop changing his name. No, that's part of the brand. The, Kiki's the one person that name changing makes sense to me, like because it is <laughs> yeah, literally true. part of his brand. But he always uh, keeps the Kiki at least. So so you know what's oh. him. You know, True. there he is. Um, yeah, I think this team, like we talked about earlier, I think they could have beat Oni. If they just cleaned up that one gold free fight, I think that they literally kick Oni out of the tournament because I don't think Oni's would have had a loser bracket run. Um, but for a team, again, like the neighborhood that wasn't even playing with their original roster, yeah, I think they did really good. Like, I think they, they did a great job. They messed around and played on Sunday, bro. That is crazy. Like this team, this team was really good. Um, they were fun to watch as well. All right, uh, Duck Club was the third seed. Uh, Ducky, Luconia, Moswell, Hurry, Snoopy. This team was tough to get a read on, man, because I thought at times I thought the the best individual plays of the weekend in their roles were Hurry and Snoopy. I thought that those two at their peak looked like the best in their roles at the tournament. And then Winter Dogs, that is just their, that team is just their kryptonite, man. They do not play well against that team. And I thought Winter Dogs really, uh, really turned up, obviously. And Duck Club just did not step up a whole lot. Um, I thought Moswell was pretty good come team fight time, but, you know, they weren't playing around his lane at all. And some of that's on, you know, the overall team. I thought some of that was the types of gods he was playing. Um, Mm Mm-hmm. But I expected Moswell to do a little bit more. I don't think he had a horrible week by any means. But, you know, when when you've got a ring, the expectations are higher. Uh, I, well, I, I think th- the same from Luke, honestly. Luke? Yeah. Okay, I know a lot of people talked about it, but I, I expected way more from Luke. I think Luke had his best day on Sunday. Yeah. And I think outside of that, it was kind of lackluster, which... Obviously, it's a good time to have your best game, but I think all of his teammates didn't have their best game on Sunday. So, yeah. kind of unlucky timing. But, yeah, I feel the same about Moz. Uh, I, I, uh, again, like I said, I haven't scrimmed yet, but I didn't understand the hell mid with, like, the Celestial Voidstone. And then just, like, they completely ignored the hell. Yeah. Like, his own team, they weren't playing with it at all, which I think hell's, like, strongest point is like her first item, and then he just starts one-shotting everyone on the map. Right. And he was like zero, 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 zero player damage. And I, on my stream, I was like, yeah, it's fine. Like, but I just think that you got to be making an impact with the hell early game. Like, it's okay to free farm, 
but you still have to be making an impact. I don't know if that's like his team's comms, like they weren't calling him to rotate or if he's just not rotating and doing like a Shinto, like full farming everything. But there's a reason it works for Shinto, you know, he's got pants on. Um, but I think this team looked really good when they look good and really bad when they look bad. Yeah. Like, they were either like a 10 or a 1 for me, honestly. Like Snoopy had his who he plays and then he died in lane several times early game. Yep. And for a veteran player, I think you can't be making those kind of mistakes. Yep. When the time comes. Um but like that who you game set so many plays and set so much momentum towards him and then he kind of kept playing with that same like very aggressive style the rest of the tournament and kept trying to go for those ricochets and I'm like please don't just like yeah just play slow you know i think that yeah. it looks clear to me that snoopy felt like he had to do it all um that's fair that's a that's a good point and i think that really worked against them for sure you know i i think my takeaways i'm kind of unleashed now that i'm not casting by the way i thought about it i can't be nope. toxic obviously but i get to be a little i think i get to be a little more free with my, although i was always very free on this podcast same. Look, this, here's the here's the, my viewpoint, okay? Specifically about the right side of the map for Duck Club. I think this week proved Wait, two, side, the, right side? the solo lane side. The jungle, oh yeah, from, we, it's always from order side, you know? That's, that's okay, the way you do okay, it. Sorry. Yeah, so here's the way I view it. What I learned this week about the right side of the map of Duck Club is that Luconium isn't ready yet. I'm not, I don't think that he's a bad player. This week just told me he's not ready for SPL yet. And that is okay. You know, it's a dude who hasn't played that much competitive. He's got potential. But I do not think he will be ready this year. He is far away from being ready. But it does not mean he's bad. Completely agreed. As for Ducky, this is a guy who's been on a lot of bottom teams over these last few years. And everyone keeps saying, man, if only... if." Only if Ducky had a better team. You know, Ducky's getting costed. Ducky, Ducky's getting costed every every year. And to me, I think he needed to come in and he, need to, he needed to dominate this tournament. Not against Nika and Aqua, guys who are, we know, SPL level. But Ducky needed to come in and absolutely gap Uzi, Delny, Lestemix, Malachi, Snatty, Wangu, Slash. And he had good games. I don't think he inted. But I don't think he clear-diffed a single one of those players. And so, you know, when we're talking about, yes, look, Ducky is a person, awesome, love him, think that, that he's so much fun to be around, love the guy. But when you've been bottom of the SPL these last few years, and then this is your opportunity to show I am so much better than these other players, like Aqua and Nika did, and then you don't, I think that, I think that tells the whole story for me. Like... Mm -hmm. That, that's just kind of it, where I'm at. I agree with your point, but to to do a soft counterpoint, I think that he has kind of a similar play style as Uzi, where he likes the picks that aren't the best, uh, I guess, like, laning phase characters, or he doesn't really play the best in lane. I think he's a good team fighter, but I do agree. I think in this style of tournament, I think you have to... I guess, like, take a Snoopy uh, lesson, I guess, yeah. and just play for yourself and play for your... Play like it's ranked, you know? Yeah. Like, I'm here to beat this guy in lane and to rotate out and help the rest of my team. 
Like, this is my job as a solo laner. And I think he was doing that really good on the Athena games. Um, but I think he had the same thing as other solos where he shows up really good sometimes, and in other games he's not really there. Um, which I think also he could have been getting diffed by Luke as well. Because, I, like I said, I think yeah, Luke... Yeah, that's definitely a factor. Luke didn't have his great, greatest tournament. Um, but I mean, the meta was wasn't playing the solo side at all, Barra. That's the other thing, is that, like... That's a good point. Aqua that's didn't good. get any help all tournament, because the meta was all yep. dumping everything in duo, and Aqua was up two levels on everyone, including Nika, every game. Yeah, that's a that's a good counterpoint to my point. And I, <laughs> uh, I think, yeah, I think you just had to play better in lane. I remember... One time in particular, I had to go back and watch because I was like, I think it was Sunday. Um, I was like, how did Ducky get so far behind her? How did Aqua just solo invade? And it was because Ducky one would the wave as Chalk, and then Aqua cleared the wave as Bologna 2, and then just beat Ducky down on the way back to his tower, <laughs> and then went and stole Blue 1v2, and I'm like, okay, like, that can't be happening. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I'm a big Aqua fan. Don't get me wrong. I'm always cheering for Aqua. But for Ducky's sake, I think you have to be contesting those 1v1s in a tournament like this. Yep. Um, and I think you cannot be losing your lane as well in a tournament like this. Um, I don't know. Like, yeah. Aqua, like you said, I think Aqua honestly was the best solo this tournament. I think he played really well. He was I nuts. Hated Nika. I hated Nika on the bass step, bro. I still... Yeah, he got a pinnacle. Cool. Kind of but, pinnacle on Barry. I don't know. Yeah, no, that's fine. It was the easiest penta ever. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> you it, calling it a Mickey just... penta? Okay, watch it back, bro. <laughs> it was a <laughs> Mickey penta kill? It was, okay, it was a cool penta to happen in the moment, but I was literally trash-talking the Bastet solo the entire time on my stream because I'm just like, <laughs> I don't think he was piloting it that well the first few games. I think he was, like, getting diffed in lane by, like, an Odin, mm -hmm. and he was missing, like, a few point-blank Bastet ults, which... I don't think he should be missing either. Sure. Um, and I think as the tournament went on, I think the Bastet solo got better, but I hated it in the beginning. Yep. Um, and yeah, well, I guess it's time to talk about Winter Dogs. Yeah, let's talk, let's talk about Winter Dogs. Uh, Aqua, Kirmi, BennyQ, Gamma, Wowie, your new Valhalla Valkyries. Um, this team was the clear best or second best tournament or get team in the tournament at any given point. Um, you know, we talked a lot on the podcast last week about how we knew, you know, we talked a lot about dual lane and how that was going to be the meta or what we expected. That turned out to be true. That's why you should listen to the podcast. Uh, and we said that this team versus Duck Club would come down to which duo lane played better. Uh, and I think it did. Winter Dogs duo lane just outplayed Duck Club's duo lane. Gamma in mm -hmm. particular went absolutely crazy, dude. He had such a good day on Sunday, yep. but he was good basically all tournament. Benny Q had like the, a raw game that mid laners only dream about um that's the boosh game bro yeah that oh, is man. the boosh game that really is you want to know how cool. i know you want to know how i know that raw game was insane this is really only a story for you and me i was talking to to our mutual friend and Inster. people might know uh, yeah and i said andy he, benny was kind of looking like you out there on the raw because andy's always talking about how he, ha he has the best raw of all time and he does have an argument to it for the record uh and he and Andinster went, nah, bro. I wouldn't have done that. He was popping. And when young man Andrew Woodward is saying he wow. wouldn't have done it, you know you did something special. 
Okay? You know you did something special. And Benny was uh and Benny was special this tournament. There's there's no doubt about it. Um This team's just sick, man. They're good. Yeah, I think up and down this team played extremely well. Like all points of the game. I also think if Winter Dogs played Oni earlier in the tournament, they would have beat them. Um Yeah. Oni came Oni out really long, cool. Long time to warm up, and Winter Dogs played hot from like day one. Yep. Uh, I think with a bit of X SPL experience on the rookies, well, I guess like I don't know if they're rookies like Gamma, Benny, and Kirmi for like SPL. Yep. Um, but I think getting a bit of SPL experience for them in scrims, like I think they'll be a very, very, very good team. I think Wowie played really well. He was pressuring ADC or pressuring solo. Or 1v1s. That's the way to say it. Yeah. He's pressuring 1v1s in lane the, the whole time. I think Gamma played extremely well. Very impressive Gamma. Uh, honestly, dude, I was very impressed with their whole team. I could want to say the same thing I know. over and over No, over they over. were just sick across the board. Yeah. They were just sick across the board. All of them played really well, and I'm very excited to see what they do in the future. Because I think Benny... I think also players like Benny are very healthy for the SPL scene. Agreed. Going to be very annoying to play against, but he's not in my lane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thumbs up there, but I'm very excited to play against them. I'm very happy that Wowie and Aqua, especially Aqua, yep. is back in the SPL. I think Aqua should have never been out of the SPL with how good he is. I think he kind of got costed by the uh, Season 6 SSG curse. Yeah. Um, but I'm glad that he's back. He definitely deserved to be. And I think, honestly, watching their whole team play, I think they all deserve to be in SPL. So Agreed. I think that the team, I think both teams deserve to be in SPL. I'm very excited. Agreed. Um, all right, Oni homies, uh, not a whole lot to say here. They didn't play as well as I thought they should have. Um, all right, here's my hot take. Again, I'm kind of unleashed, Bear. I'm allowed to say what I want now, you know, without, uh, without I don't know what fear I would have had before. But, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say what I need to say. All right. <laughs> Okay. This only homies team had we had high expectations for them last year. Then ping happened, and I get that that was a huge deal for them. I think them staying together. I didn't really. You weren't here last week. I was saying that I think these many teams staying together is a mistake in general. Um, but I think them staying together is defensible. I understand their thought process, and I think it can work. But I think this leash needs to be very short. Because Agreed. if you spent all year last year, middle, bottom middle or bottom of the of the league, you have the performance you had at Worlds when you're all here, you had the performance you had at this tournament when you're all here, and then let's say they come in in their 7th or 8th place in Spring Split. If you aren't blowing it up then, what's what are we doing here, you know? Yeah. That that that's and I'm not I don't, I don't think there's an easy this player's been playing horribly. I think they've all had moments where they've looked good. They've all had moments where they looked really bad. The leash, the leash needs to be short for the Oni Warriors. Because otherwise, you know, if they, if their goal isn't to win Worlds and they just want to mess around and have fun with their boys, that, that then I understand what we're doing here. But if the goal is to win Worlds, if they, aren't, if they haven't shown significant improvement in Spring Split, I think a change has to be made. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, which is really funny because you look at this team on paper and you're like, God, he's really sick. Really good player, really good player, really disgustingly good player. Like literally all the way down, you're like, Neil 
is just a facilitator for Dart as a vote, and then Kubo, like, obviously very, very good 1v1s, very good team fight. then Nika was the only shining star of last year. Yep. <laughs> so, I think Nika needs a lot less weight on him. And I think this meta is not going to be great for them if Obelisk stays this important. Unless Nika's going to be TPing over at like <laughs> five minutes, you know? Yep. I I think their picks and bans need a lot of work. I think Chuckles needs to do more work than any other coach has ever done before. <laughs> because this team, on paper, should be good. could be number one. Yep. Like, they could be number one easily if they, if... If all of them were firing at the same time, they would be number one. Disgustingly yep. good team on paper, but for some reason, it's not coming together. Like, this is a team that should not be struggling against, like, SCC. They shouldn't be struggling against teams that they play in this Bro, game. this roster shouldn't lose to Uzzy, Magic Feet, Joshi, Oceans, Tuba. I'm sorry, they yeah, played well. They play Fun Average played really well, and those are good players. Oni Homie should not lose to that team. I don't care if Uzzy's there for the first five minutes of the game and Quadra kills them in duo. This team's just better, bro. They're better. Or they should be better. I think Dardes also needs to step up a lot. Yeah? I think he has been relatively weak for a while now. And I think he really needs to start impacting for this team. Because uh, I think his god pool... I mean, okay... I don't know their comms, but I hate... Okay, if you're locking in four Fizz, and then your your fifth character is Afro... Yeah, I hate that draft. I don't see a way that you're winning. I honest, I, I don't. Yep. I don't. I don't know what Afro does that Dardes knows that I don't know. Yep. But I can't see a world where you're winning that draft over just a mage that just poops out damage... Just pick a mage that poops out damage. They all poop out damage right yeah, now. Yeah, bro, just you pick some double, double flat pen. That's all you need. Yeah, right. look, I mean, I love all these guys. I think they're all really good. But if the goal is to win worlds, that's just the way I see it. You know, it's just it, it, the leash has got to be short for the Oni Warriors, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. Then he had, he had the Hera game, too. Good lord. Yeah, that was a really rough game. For sure. I mean, okay, I. I get that they have Fender and Circuit and your Hera, but you also didn't he tenth pick Hera? Yep, he sure did. Okay, that's another thing. If you're tenth picking <laughs> your mage this many times, it's got to be good. You see every I don't know. Yep, I, I'm I, with you. I'm excited to see what all they can my do. Talks were about Dardes, and I just I yeah, I just think Nika also needs to not play the assassins because I think his team needs him to be a zone maker or like space creator I, I, space creator yeah i just like the achilles style of nika more than the assassin style sure i think the assassin style is harder to pull off not that he can't do it at all not that he can't do it i just think um i just think his team performs better when he's on a space maker and kind of put cubo in that role of jungler uh but then again having scrimless meta maybe fast at full Often solos OP. Um, yeah. And I'm, I'm glad that they made it out because it would have been really embarrassing for them if they didn't. But I think that that should have... If if they haven't had a wake-up call yet, that should be their wake-up call. Agreed. This yeah, it shouldn't be... You know, you, they said it in their post-game interview. They said it on Twitter. Like, just feeling of relief. That makes sense to me. But it shouldn't be, oh, 
thank God that's over. We're going to own now. Like, no. Thank God we're still in. We better get to work. Should be the uh, should be the mentality there for that team, if you ask me. Like if they if they stay the same, like if they don't grow a lot in the next month, I expect the winter dogs to pass them. Yep. In the next month. Yep. Agreed. Um, all right, that does it for uh, for this week's episode. Of course, we got our random question of the week, which I totally thought about before right now, and I'm totally wait, not buying wait, time. Wait, Hazer, Hazer had a question. That I already answered. Wait, chat, help me out. Yes, chat, help. Stream. Chat. Oh, what was it? He already answered it, so it'll, it'll just be an answer for you. Okay. Well, you would have to give your uh, answer again for all of our podcast listeners. Yeah, but I'll try to remember. Oh, come on, chat. Trivia. They're saying trivia. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. the pub trivia. Um, okay. So, okay, out of all teams in the SPL, which five players are you picking for pub trivia? Ooh, does it have to be one of each role? Uh, no, but I did, like, one from each team, or, like, the, like, I didn't, like, double dip in any teams. Okay, pub trivia. Let me think. Am I allowed to pick a coach? Uh, yes. Okay, okay. Um, boy, this one's tough. Give me your five, because you already thought about this and answered it. Okay. Yeah, give me your five. I want to say it was... It was Scream? What are you? Okay, you have the... What? You you led with Scream? Oh, no, I didn't lead with Scream. Okay, I kind of forgot. <laughs> what? <laughs> hold on, hold on. I can't, I can't be thrown under the bus like this. Um. Okay, I think it was And Sam. we're going current SPL players only. You picked Sam? Yeah, current, yeah I picked Sam. Okay. Because Sam seems, you know, he's, he seems to know some things. And then, I think I picked Aurora? Okay. Um, I'm going through the teams. I don't think I picked anyone on... Actually, maybe I didn't pick Scream. I wouldn't I didn't be pick picking Scream, on... personally. Shoutouts to Lucas, but uh, I'm not picking him. I'm sorry. Wait, actually, I might have trolled. Maybe I picked Sam and Fine. Sam uh, and Fine. I think Fine. I picked Genetics? Okay, genetics is something. I, I think I picked Yark as like my YOLO pick. YOLO. I don't really know anything about Leviathans or like trivia stuff, like knowledge wise. But I know, I know everyone on my team is stupid. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure everyone on Scarabs is stupid too. Yep. So, uh, wait, is that five? I don't know. Your answer. I can't believe oh, that's Hazer, the team you drafted. Hazer pig scream. Sorry, Hazer pig scream. That's unbelievable. Okay. That's just arrogance from Hazer. I think that's sheer arrogance that he doesn't need it, that he doesn't need con- contributions there. Uh, no offense to Scream again, but you know Scream's just doing his thing. All right, I've thought about my team a little bit. I don't have the full five, but I know I've got some strong openers here. Okay, here are some people that I know I want on my trivia team. And it's someone that neither of the, that you didn't say, which is crazy. Give me Captain Twig. Give me Ben. Oh no, no, no! He was on my team. He, okay, Twig was on my team. Twig that, was my number one person. Yeah, Twig. Twig is the pick. Okay, I've got big faith in Ben on that one. Give me Chuck. I want Chuck. He's a worldly man. I think Chuck's paying attention to stuff that's going on out there in the world. Um, I want him. I want, I think I want Mike. He's also someone that, like, learns stuff from time to time. 
So I like that about him. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's three. I'm slowing down here. Maybe Neil. I think Neil could be good. I think, Wait, I think I picked Neil too. I think we're like... I think we're pretty spot on. I didn't pick Chuckles. Yark was like my wild card. Yeah, that is a wild card pick for sure. Sam is tempting me. Sam is definitely tempting me here. He just seems like he seems like he's got like the Andenster brain. Yeah, a little bit. Aurora could be good. Do you think? I think that Ven would be either really good or really bad. But you didn't pick him. No, 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 no. Okay, so no Ven. Trust me. Trust me. You would you would have the worst. You your team would do the worst. I think. Oh, hundred percent in trivia. We should do that, by the way. I'm telling him to make a trivia. It would be us and Scarabs tied for stupidest. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, bro. How do you think Winter Dogs stack up? I think Aqua would be horrible. Just horrible at this. Uh, You mean the Valhalla Valkyries? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Uh, the new Valks. Maybe Aqua. Okay. It would have to be someone young. Because... (laughs) They still have, like, you know, high school, college brain in them. Uh-huh. They still know, like, a bunch of random things. Uh-huh. Once you get out of that, you just start to deteriorate. All of, your, all of my knowledge, uh, everything I learned in college is <laughs> Just gone. gone. I know. Tell me about Every, it. Everything's gone. Tell I don't watch the it. news anymore. I don't keep up with celebrities. I literally know. Just can't do it. Oh, no, a- yeah. AJ in the chat said design team versus esports trivia. We would absolutely stomp we being designed now, now that I'm on that team, absolutely stop, 100%. Yeah, Andy said Snoopy would win trivia. That is actually true. Snoopy would be the best pick overall, but he didn't make SPL, and we're only doing SPL teams. But Snoopy would have been the, my literal number one overall pick, and it isn't even close. Uh, he would have yeah, owned. And Hurry would have been a great pick as well. All right, I'm going to... No, I'm going Sam. I'm going Sam for my fifth. He's think- my wild card. He's my wild I think card. Was like Sam Twig Yark. I'm trying to figure out who else did I pick? Aurora. Sam Twig. Aurora. And then I have one more that I can't remember. You said maybe Neil. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sam Twig Yark Aurora Neil. That's my that's my lineup. Okay. Alec, are you offended that we didn't uh, that we didn't take you? He he said LMAO in the chat. I feel like Alec would have been a good pick, but Sam, I just feel like he's gonna bring my team's too uptight, Alec. And you would bring you would bring that troll energy, but I need that wild card energy from Sam. You know, like really, just he's gonna be thinking, you know, a little bit outside the box, if you will. Um, that's uh, that's the way it is. <laughs> oh boy, Alex oh, no. about to yeah, Alex about to unleash Look, on us, man. I can it tell. It was between. Okay, they have fine. So I'm not PBM. gonna say anything. Fair enough. They have fine PBM and Sam that are all seem like they have their brains. No offense to you know anyone else. Dragons I would guess. do well for sure. Dragons would do well. Yeah. I think uh, I think they would do very well for sure. Um, all right, that's gonna do it for this week's episode. Uh, thanks everyone for tuning in. Make sure you guys are checking out mintmobile.com/back or mintmobile.com/backliners if it's more recent. If that doesn't work, then try. Mintmobile.com slash back. Final K says, I was on the Brain Bowl team in high school. Holy cow, dude. Holy cow. What is a Brain Bowl? 
All right, give me Alec versus my whole team, straight up one v five. He's gonna he's gonna go off on him, bro. He's a brain bowler. Oh okay, my but God. like a trivia for content would be really funny because there's no way my team would get any questions. Right. Yeah, your team <laughs> wait, wait. would be great, bro. Watching Jake and Haddocks like argue back and forth about what the answer <laughs> is gonna be and have it just be instantly wrong would be great content. What do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> fantastic as long as you get all the team's comms when we have to come up with the answer versus versus high res yeah versus high res or versus other teams probably another team okay wait as long okay it needs to be multiple choice because no it doesn't team bro there's no way my team will come up with anything we're doing it and by we, I mean they're doing it because I'm not in charge of that anymore. But uh, I'm making them do it because oh, sure. I I gotta watch it. I just I just I just have to watch. It would just be too fun, man. What like surely all the players would like not having to scrim for a day, and instead all eight teams come into the studio and just do like literally just exactly bar trivia in the studio. Do Wouldn't everyone like that? Uh, I don't know if you'd be allowed to drink. Probably not. We're doing bar trivia, but we can't drink? Uh, I don't know. Everyone's over 21, so maybe. Yeah, I had Alec and no scrims. Yeah. Wait, Pagon's over 21? Oh, is Pagon over 20? Oh, maybe Pagon isn't over 21. I thought Pagon was like 12. He's in college. Yeah, you can can all have some sodas, you know? You can all have some some nice Coca-Colas or whatever. Goodness, he's 18? That's like 18. 13 years younger than me. Bro, that's like almost half his age. You're all like... In the podcast. In it, in it, in it, in it. Thanks for watching. <laughs> Mimbo.com slash backer. Mimbo.com slash backliners. We'll be back next Monday at 8 p.m. Remember, that is the new podcast time moving forward. Mondays at 8. We'll be seeing you then. Until next time, Barra, you are far away from your mic because you're laying down. So I bought time for you to come back. You know what to do. Bye. Clean.